Hey folks, it's Jalen, and this is Go Black Boy Go, a podcast about my journey through graduate school. Each week, I will be reviewing my week with you, as well as giving a few tips on how to make the grad school application process easier. And every now and then, I'll have a few guests come on to talk about various topics about race, gender, sexuality, masculinity, and queerness. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and let's get on with this week's episode. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, so I've just been sitting here kind of like reminiscing about my first term and just thinking about where I've come from like in 10 weeks and like where I see myself heading. And so, you know, first moving out here, it was like a, a bit of a culture shock. No, it was def- a definite culture shock because, you know, moving here from the South and like there not being a lot of well there actually there is a lot of um, there there are a few black people that I see like on campus but besides like campus not really that often um and just just in terms of just like the culture in general um like the whole like fake nice thing which the south has but it's like more warmer whereas here it's like oh I can tell you're like actually acting like you're actually trying to act like you're not like uncomfortable by me um but those are like small things um as far as like the program um when I first got here I was just like kind of annoyed at just kind of being the one of the only black people in the room and I was just kind of like oh my cohort's all white and I don't want to hang out with them blah 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 blah. um it's just that whole thing and then um I kind of got nervous once we started doing the tutor training because I was thinking oh damn like I actually have to like like work (laughs) like I actually have to tutor students and I don't I mean, I've done that a bunch of times, but I don't know how to, like, it, we had to learn a new style of tutoring because they teach writing differently, and I'm just like, oh, my God, like, how am I going to do this, you know? And um, so we, we did the tutor training for a week, and, um, you know, th- after the tutor training, they kind of just we kind of just got thrown into things and we just sort of had to figure things out, which is like, I'm starting to see that like, that's pretty much life. Like you just kind of learn something and then you get thrown into it and you get that experience. And, um, yeah, that, that's what it, that's what life seems to be right now. Um, and in terms of my research, I was very certain that I wanted to research this very specific thing, which are, um, I wanted to research 
the portrayal of, frater- of, of fraternities in film and television. Um, like, I, I just wanted to get, like, I thought it would be good to be very specific, um, but as I've soon found out, like, it's better, at least when you're first starting off, it's better to be just as broad as, as possible. And so um, now my, my research interests have definitely gotten a lot broader and kind of just went places that I didn't originally th- think that I was going to go. Um, and so that leads me into like my next kind of thing where it's like I had to get to a point where I just let go of my own preconceived notions about how I was going to get treated um, in the program, about where my research was going to go, um, like how how my cohort was going to be. I just had to kind of just like let all of that go and just sort of like just accept whatever whatever came um to me so in terms of tutoring like just kind of went as a I, I, I just kind of went um went, like went out what am I trying to say I kind of just like went with the flow um kind of using the techniques that we learned in the tutoring and then also just kind of if I would say that tutoring was like improv acting where it's like this person comes in with this scenario which is their paper and you're playing the role of someone helping them turn it into what they want to turn it into um so that's how that's kind of how I I thought of tutoring it's like because it's so you have to react to like they're like oh I want to do this and you're like okay what about this and they're like oh I'm not really understanding here and then you kind of just have to change it up a bit to help them see like the larger picture so to speak um, and so yeah so from that like tutoring has been a very rewarding experience and just showing me how to um, work with with different students um, and how certain techniques um, don't work for all students and how even when you work with um, with students that some of them kind of just teach themselves like some sometimes they just need someone to come and like talk all their ideas out to and and yeah that that's it's been great kind of seeing that um, and I'm a type of person that I don't really run like I like I want to be more structured but when I'm structured I'm robotic and so therefore I don't really like being structured I like minimum structure like I I like to have a few points and then I just kind of just go because if I'm too structured then it's just like kind of robotic and it's not really natural and I don't want to be that like robotic professor because that's just not fun so um in terms of my research I had to let go of what I wanted like what I originally came in to research I was thinking like okay look every single paper I'm gonna try to relate it back to like some this specific aspect about masculinity 
like this specific thing. I'm going to try to relate it back to that. That's not going to happen in all of my classes. I now know that. Like, but me having a more broader, um, a more broader um, interest in looking at masculinity in general has kind of helped me um, broaden my research horizons where I'm not just looking at this specific kind of masculinity. I'm looking at how masculinity is tied to the body, how masculinity is enacted in certain spaces, things like that. Um, and these are things that I didn't think that I was going to, um, I didn't, I originally didn't have an interest in like the body and, and how the body enacts masculinity and those type of things. I didn't, I didn't have an interest in that, but now I do. And I think that it's starting to grow more and more and more, um, as I'm becoming more interested in looking at, um, race and masculinity and sexuality and these type of things, um, and looking at these from very broad points of view and not very specific ones, um, because I can say that look, trying to look at these things in those specific ways kind of hindered me um, originally when, when I was first setting out to um, kind of research these things. And then um, I had to let go of my original kind of ideas about my cohort, like... Like I said, I was like, oh, you're all a bunch of annoying white people. Um, you're probably racist, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I feel like I was saying those things because I wanted to be isolated for some reason. Like I didn't want to, I don't know. I, I, I didn't want to really embrace like the idea of me needing to be close with my cohort because I was already close with some older folks um, in the program. But it's like I had to get to a point where I was like, okay, wait, I'm going to go hang out with these people because these are people that, like, I came in with. These are the people that are going through the exact thing, same thing I'm going through right now. And it's like, you know, I, I had to give them a chance to, to, to hang out with them. And, um, I, I would, I can say like that it feels good to just kind of have those close connections with people now. Um, because it, I, I can tell a difference between how I was, um, how I first came in and how I was first kind of like, um, kind of treating my cohort like just kind of being distant kind of like giving like the side eye kind of um and then now it's just more it feels good to be more close-knit with them um and because because then you know you can go to them for advice they can come to you for advice it's just that community that I didn't that I was rejecting pretty much um and I'm glad that I kind of just got over that and kind of just, um, just 
like I said, started hanging out with them and embracing them. Um, yeah, because it really did limit me from that just bonding experience um, that you get from cohorts. So I'm going to talk about now about a few things that I now know that I didn't know like when I first got to grad school. Um, so I originally came in wanting to work with, um, two professors that I mentioned in my, um, personal statement. And it turns out that, um, I, these professors, their work, I hope they don't hear this ever, but like, it turns out that these professors, I don't think that I would work well with them, like as them being my advisor, because they're very busy people, and um, I more need. I I think I would need someone a little bit more accessible, um, someone I wouldn't have to chase down um, a lot. And I mean, I don't know if I'll ever like find that, but I. I don't, um, yeah, I, I want to, I, I, I want to work with pro- professors or a professor that is more accessible, um, um, help, who helps me get more organized and, um, yeah, th- things like that. Although that those professors are going to be great people to go to for other things, but um, I'm I, I'm talking about in terms of like being an advisor. I still haven't really found the professor who I want to be my advisor, but um, I'm well. I'm sure I'll find out find one soon because we got to find one in February. Um, but yeah, so the people who you want to work with are not always the people you want to work with. Yeah. I I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like when I was applying, I saw that, you know, their work and I was like, Oh, like, wow, they would be perfect. But it turns out like, again, their work style doesn't really match with mine. Um, and things of that nature. So, yeah. Something that I've been coming to realize is that you ever hear the term skin folk and kin folk? Basically, just because somebody's black doesn't mean they're like for the culture, so to speak. The same thing goes for for the academy. Um, you know, not saying that I've experienced this, but it seems it becomes apparent that, you know, just because a professor is of color doesn't always mean that they're going to be one to speak out on things like racism and like homophobia, transphobia, all of these things. And so it then becomes about, it then challenges you to sort of look for those certain qualities and not necessarily like, oh, I want to work with this person just because they're black because 
that again is kind of like limiting and you kind of have to be careful with that because then you could also end up in a situation where you're might be with someone who you don't want to work with and th- and I'm saying this specifically from my perspective uh, as a black uh, grad student um, and so like this this is also this has just really challenged me to kind of this like l- look be cautious but look to white professors for um, like certain advice or you know certain like just certain things that and turn like not advice about being black which you know I couldn't get that from them hope they wouldn't try to give that to me but just in terms of academia in general I I found that you kind of just have to be open to all kinds of people being able to give you different kinds of advice and not just um limiting yourself to only saying hey like only this person can give me um advice and i'll only listen to the advice from one person um because i've since realized being on the twitter that um just because someone is a black scholar does not mean that they are really for black people um yeah it's it's what academia is just so it's crazy y'all but I don't know this is this is what I want to do I don't know um and the final thing that I've kind of learned is it's sometimes it's better to work with someone that's not in your field um because then you can just have a fresh set of eyes on these ideas and you know they still have those very those critical skill those critical thinking skills etc etc but um yeah sometimes it's better to work with someone outside of your your field um i don't really know what more to say to that i was gonna say just because you know you might find that when you do work with someone in your field like even though they're a professor and they're supposed to mentor you they might like take it as like competition almost or it might seem even more intimidating to work with them like as a as an advisor um relationship um but i don't know i haven't i haven't experienced this i've heard from other people how this has been but um yeah that's another thing i need to work on making sure i don't take advice from other like other people's experiences and things and um projecting them on onto myself even though i have yet to experience that um because that again is also just kind of like not a healthy thing to do like to yourself and and then like if you actually do experience that you know finding ways to work through it but making sure you don't constantly like well I guess I'm talking to myself making sure I don't constantly put myself in those kinds of like situations where I'm I'm saying oh well this person experienced this that means I'll experience it it's not always 
the same um, all the time. So, yeah. So for the future, um, these are some future things that I'm prepared for um, continuing on to my, my second term is so I'm going to be applying for this GE position um, in women and gender studies. It's for an online class on uh, gender film and media. And I don't I, I don't have, you know, teaching experience yet. So I'm kind of limited in my like chances a bit, but I still want to apply because one, I want to see how that experience is. And two, I want to show the women and gender studies department that I'm interested in, in teaching for the department. And, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So I'm just gonna, you know, give it a chance and see what happens and just kind of just put my name out there in terms of research. Um, I just found that, you know, in all of the movies I've been watching, I cannot stop thinking about this relationship between the penis and masculinity and how that's like, like the penis as the phallus and all of that stuff, how that's kind of like enacted in film. And yeah, I just can't stop thinking about that. Or like the, the, the body, the black male body, the white male body and kind of like how the two are represented in film. Um, yeah, that, and then, um, just, just some, like, broader things, like, uh, I've been thinking a lot about, like, the representation of mothers in films, um, and what's going on there, and I think that is also referred to, like, represented in, like, this kind of, like, like, phallus, lack of phallus kind of thing, that Freudian stuff, um, yeah, so, I think that's, more of what I want to explore um, as I further on, at least in my film research. Um, and yeah, and then also kind of looking at um, this relationship between blackness and queerness um, and how that gets portrayed and how that's represented in certain bodies and how it threatens certain bodies. So, yeah, I think that's something else. Um, I've always been, I've been like, you know, oh, I want to be a better writer. I want to write. I want to, my, my goal by the end of this year is to get published. And, you know, if I, I know this is like kind of like ambitious, like this is my first year. I don't know why I'm like setting this on myself, but I think it can be done. Like my professor had told me, you know, oh, this is a really great paper. You know, you need to consider sending this out to places like, um, you know, minor fixes, et cetera, et cetera. And so I was like, oh, I might want to do that, but I actually might end up changing that. Um, just because um, I don't want to put too much stress on myself. Um, instead, I 
I've, I've told myself that I want to start reading more, um, from the, the journals that I want to submit to. And, um, and then I also want to start like writing more, like, like doing more short, like scene analysis from certain films, um, and TV shows and, um, just so I can get that practice because I kept telling myself I was like oh I want to get published I want to be a great writer but it's like what do writers do you know they write and they practice their craft and um I was saying those things I was like oh I want to be a writer blah, blah I want to get published blah, blah blah but I wasn't actually like doing anything to make sure that was happening and so um in the future, I want to continue to kind of just, I want to start like doing writing for fun, you know, not just when I have to do it for, for school. Um, yeah. And, and my final thing is I want to start being more present. When I first came here, I, I was kind of shut in because I thought that I, I was honestly afraid and it, it might be related to imposterism, uh, imposter sy- um, syndrome, and it might be related to just m- me being the only black person in the room um, and, you know, that type of thing. And so I can sen- I can tell from the be- uh, beginning of the term I was definitely more reserved and um I didn't kind of like make myself known because I start I started to feel like I didn't belong in the room again the imposter syndrome but now I I kind of I want to be more present I want to continue to be more present I want to I want to be able to open up ways for more black male English majors to succeed in just the field of English. And like, I I just want to be more present as a black queer, like English major, because I'm sure there's a lot of them, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I just want to, I kept, I know I keep saying that. I just want to be more present. I want to, I don't want to stand in for like an image of what a black queer English major looks like. That's too much pressure, but I don't know. I just want to show, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just want to be more present. That is my, that's my New Year's resolution. Be more present. And, you know, once I do get to a point in my career, hopefully, where I am a professor and I can just kind of just continue to inspire more black English majors and encourage, and even, you know, while I'm, here as a teaching uh, is a 
uh, GE, like encourage more, encourage all students, but encourage students of color to, um, you know, stick with it, keep your head up, like those type of things. So, yeah. But overall, I would say that this has been a great term. Um, I'm so happy that I, I, I didn't have doubts that I was going to get through the term. Um, I didn't have doubts about any of that. I just didn't know how, like if it was going to be tough work or not. And it is, and I didn't know if it's going to be strenuous and it is, but it's like, it's doable. This is all doable. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share my reflections a bit and yeah so that's it for this episode and thank you guys for tuning in hey folks it's jalen head on over to itunes to rate and review the podcast and if you have any suggestions or comments about the show you can send those to me through facebook twitter instagram or you can email them to me and the links to all of those are in the description don't forget you can listen to the podcast on itunes spotify google play youtube and podbean and the links to those are in the description as well thank you once again for listening to go black boy go